Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. Hey friends, and welcome to the Happy Hour with Jamie Ivey podcast. I'm your host, Jamie, and I'm so glad you're here. Each week on this show, I invite a friend to join me and we chat about the big things in life, the little things in life, and everything in between. Hey friends, welcome to the happy hour. I'm your host, Jamie, and happy October 21st. I don't know, maybe it's your birthday. If it's your birthday today, happy birthday. For me personally, I'm spending the day in Dallas at the uh, Polished Conference, and then tomorrow I'll be in Brownwood, Texas. A couple of fun facts. Are you ready for this? Fun fact is I was born in Brownwood, Texas. So was my dad, but I'll be there for the Way Summit. So if you're listening and you're a teen girl, come join us. I cannot wait to be with you guys tomorrow. Also, while I'm at it, a little shout out. On Sunday is my mama's birthday. So happy birthday, mom. She's probably listening to this episode as she drives to Brownwood because she's meeting me there to hang out for the weekend. And my daughter's going to be there and Lindsay's going to be there. It's going to be a lot of fun. Because my mom listens to every show that I ever do. Isn't that fun? Happy birthday, mom. I love you. Thanks for listening. All right, you guys, we have a great show today. We're still in the middle of our series about collaborating over competition. So grateful for every like couple that has sat down and chatted with us about how they collaborate with each other and work together. If you missed last week, we started out with Aaron Ivey and Jaleesa McCreary last Friday. And then on Wednesday, we had Jessica Honiger and Liz Bohannon. Both great shows that I think you're going to be interested in. Today, we have Dave and Jenny Mars. Now, if you're an HGTV home renovating fan, you're going to know exactly who this is. They are currently filming season four of their HGTV show, Fixer to Fabulous, plus doing other work, plus they have a farm, plus they have five kids. Basically, they're doing a lot and they're loving it all and they're recognizing that this is a season that they're in. I talked to them today about what it's like to work together as a couple within their business and co-parenting because they've got five kids. What does that look like? You're going to pick up on something that they say in the show that a lot of our friends that are working together talk about, and that is remembering the strengths of the person you're working with. And I hope after all these episodes, you go home with that idea that really acknowledging and lifting up the people that you work with, the strength that they have is really one of your greatest assets to working together. All right, friends, I hope you enjoy this show with Dave and Jenny Mars from beautiful Northwest Arkansas. We talk about their show. We talk about working together. We talk about parenting. You're going to love it. Here are Dave and Jenny Mars for the series Collaboration Over Competition. Dave and Jenny, welcome to the happy hour. Thank you. Thank you so much. Well, I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to have you guys on as a part of our collaboration over competition uh, series that we're in the middle of right now. And a lot of guys or people have told me, you should have them on, you should have them on. And this just works out perfectly. So I'm super excited to chat with you guys. One of you guys, just tell us and introduce yourself, where you live, what you do, all the fun facts about the Mars family. All right. So we're Dave and Jenny Mars. Um, We live in Bentonville, Arkansas, which is in the northwest corner of Arkansas. And we have five kids and we live on a farm and we have a lot of animals and we have a construction building renovating business. And that led to a show on HGTV. 
And that's it's just a regular old life. You're just living your life, and next thing you know, you're yeah. on TV. Is what it sounds like. Exactly. Literally. Yes. That's exactly. That's it. it. Yeah. Okay. I do. I do want to know how did that happen. Oh gosh. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. Go ahead. You know, we were um, we were just building, and we had a we had a friend that knew someone over at HGTV and found out that they were looking for kind of small town America. And so they asked us if we would be willing to um, shoot a sizzle reel, um, just like a kind of a, they they come for a few days and they shoot like basically a year in the life of Dave and Jenny, what we do. And we, and yeah, in two days. And uh, we said, no, we, we weren't really interested in it. And um, they were, I guess, more, more persuasive. They, you know, they, Came and bought us coffee and sat down with us. Oh, you got to buy us coffee. I love it. (laughs) So, you know, we just thought, um, I think that when we started realizing, like, how many shows actually make it on HGTV or make it on television, uh, we thought, you know, this will be a one-time deal. Mm -hmm. We'll do a, you know, sizzle, maybe a pilot. Uh, It'll be, you know, five minutes, and then we can go back to our regular life. And that was five years ago. So it's been... It's been a crazy ride ever since. Well, that's super exciting. I'm glad they came and brought you coffee because we're all better for it um, with all you guys are doing. So uh, other the other thing I want to tell you guys, too, is I am such a big fan of Northwest Arkansas. And whenever I have someone on the show, I have to tell them that because I just think y'all's little cute little piece of the country is one of my most favorites. So. I love that you guys are up there in Bentonville. I just shout out to all the Northwest Arkansas people because they're just so kind up there. I love you guys. I love that. Have you been? Oh, yes. I'm friends with Amy Hannon, Unimaze, and I've done a few things up there. Aaron used to go there a lot and do some work when he was in a band called Spur 58. They would go to Northwest Arkansas a lot. And I'm always, I mean, always, as much as I would love for my kids to stay in Texas, uh, University of Arkansas, I think is a great place. So. Hey, that's awesome. Yes. Love it. Yes. Yes. Okay. Well, I am really excited about hearing about how you guys work together. So here's the funny thing of my husband and I have always said that we could never, ever, ever work together. And here's why. (laughs) We both agree with what I'm about to say is that we would both want to be in charge. There would be no, there would be no, uh, like, let's have a meeting about who's in charge. No, we would both be like, I'm in charge. Like, that's just how it is. And so the big question is, you guys have been married since 2005. You've got five kids. You're doing your own life. You, you've got a farm. You've got construction, all this stuff. What are the things that help you two perfectly capable people work together well within a marriage and within a company and now on TV, all the things you got going on? Yeah, I think that's your husband's problem. <laughs> he, he just needs to admit that you're in charge. And Thank I've you. Done that. Thank you, Dave. Now, <laughs> There you um, go. He just solved all the problems. Yeah. <laughs> no, we, I, I think like we, um, we divide and conquer a lot. You know, we, uh, we have with the construction company, it's pretty easy. I mean, anything structurally, anything, uh, you know, that's building related, I take. And, you know, anything that's design related, Jenny takes because she knows I, I literally could care less if you paint your front door hot pink. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Um, and, and it does to Jenny. And so, you know, I, I, and I think in life, like, you know, in, in, in our family, in our farm and all of that, um, you know, it's just, well, we're, we're just overwhelmed. I think like every other parent out there. Mm -hmm. So we're just doing the best Mm -hmm. that we can and we do it better when we do it together. Yeah. We just split divide and conquer a lot. I think is a good, 
a good way to say it. And we're in the phase right now with our kids where they're, you know, the boy, our twins are 12 and then it goes, you know, 10, eight, and then three. So the three-year-old is kind of the outlier, but the other three or the other four, sorry, are really into sports and all of the things right now. They're just so busy. This is such a busy season of life for us as parents, which I know you can relate to of having your kids too. Like we're just, we just feel like we're in the car switching. Like we get done at night. I mean, and, and, keep in mind filming for us we're filming all the time we film all year and that's just our job like it's not it doesn't it maybe sounds a little more glamorous than it is but it really is like we have to go to work and we just go to work and that's what we do when we renovate houses and they follow us around with a camera but at the end of the day when we go home from that it's okay that's work and now we go home okay dave you take the boys they gotta be at soccer i have to take charlotte to course writing and then i have to pick sylvia up her teachers or her friends taking her you know what i mean it's that shuffle and so that's just the reality of our life. It's just normal life for just like everyone else with a lot of kids um, yeah. who are busy. And I feel like our kids are busier than we ever were as kids, but yes. it is what it is. Yep. It's so what? true. It's so true. Yeah. And then as far as working together, we always say with the show part of it and filming it, it is actually really nice that we do this together because it's so weird and our life is so weird in many ways and our schedule is so demanding and our and it's hard to really describe yeah. what a day looks like. So because we do it together, it's really nice because we can understand what one another's yeah. feeling. And when one of us is totally just done and burnt out, the other person kind of picks up the slack and vice versa. Yeah. And if we didn't do this, it would be really hard to come from a place of really understanding what that looks like and i don't know it's nice that we get to both really do this weird thing that we do that's our job right now it's so true i could imagine one of you guys if this was your job like say like jenny you're just the one that's making you know renovating houses and you're on hgtv and you come home and you're like dave i'm so tired i have been working all day and he'd be like what you're filming like what what i've been working what have you been doing just like talking to a camera <laughs> so i can see how that is such a good asset for you guys all right i'm going to give you my tip are you ready yes this okay. is for all the listeners this is for the mars family someone told me this and it changed my life when our kids were in that stage of like like a middle school late elementary and you know they've got like three practices a week and those practices are like six to seven thirty well who wants to be doing this at six to seven thirty if you're just a parent and you've got one kid here one kid there i would hire a high school senior girl and i would say uh-huh. i need you to pick my kid up at five forty-five, get them to practice at six i don't care what you do between six and six seven thirty as long as you're not drinking or smoking or whatever pick them up at seven thirty and bring them home and i would pay them like 20 bucks a week and it was Brilliant. it saved our it saved our lives is what it did. Yeah. So I'm just like I'm not doing this driving around anymore. So that's my tip for you and all the listeners. Let me let me tell you the problem with that. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> Dave. He always has a problem. So Jenny, because I I what? raise my voice at events and I like oh, to be encouraging. She yeah. signed me up, so I'm the head soccer coach. Oh, yeah, that's, that's right. I actually have to go and coach them, which. It, it's. It, I'm so glad she did it because it is time with my boys. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's something that I was I have no experience with. Never played soccer, but she said if you're going to yell, you're going to be the coach. And- I love it. Jenny's not dumb either because she's like, guess what? I don't have to do this week. Drive anyone to soccer practice. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> you know, I feel like he was really well prepared because we watched Ted Lasso. So it's fine. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was like. 
know, Tom, to get on the pitch. And he's like, I know that's not what I'm going to say. But anyway, <laughs> I feel like everyone either loves soccer or can coach soccer now after Ted Lasso. I went to a soccer game here and I'm like, I don't get it. But I have seen Ted Lasso. So there's a little bit there. <laughs> If you don't know it, guys, I'm a Texas girl through and through. I've lived here most of my life. I was born here and I love traveling. Here's why I love traveling throughout Texas, because it has a vast landscape of cultures, regions, destinations, and activities, which means there's an infinite number of different travel experiences. And no two travelers are exactly alike. And it means that no two trips should be either. If you're a beach person, well, you can have fun under the sun with Texas's 350 miles of coastline. If you're more of a rugged vacation type, there are campgrounds, hiking trails, and state parks galore. And foodies cannot get enough of Texas's world-famous barbecue and Tex-Mex. Enjoy live music, visit internationally recognized art museums, and check out thrilling cowboy experiences. And now, Travel Texas offers a one-of-a-kind online trip builder that allows users to generate a custom, visually-led trip matched to their unique interests. Guys, come visit my state. Visit TravelTexas.com slash GetYourOwn to get the only trip to Texas that matters. Yours. That's TravelTexas.com slash GetYourOwn. When it comes to listing your home for sale, everyone and their mom has advice. Oh, honey, who's going to want to buy this place on a cul-de-sac? It's literally a dead end. But for professional advice, a REMAX agent actually knows best. Let's start with a neighborhood analysis. I've been seeing lots of buyers looking to move here. REMAX is the most trusted name in real estate. Visit REMAX.com or download the REMAX app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Based on 2022 Brand Spark American Trust Study. Each office independently owned and operated. Um, well, you know, this whole, I love that you guys, one of the things that you mentioned is what a lot of people have mentioned as we've talked is like that really idea of like elevating other people's strengths and you guys are married and work together, which is a unique situation. Obviously it happens a lot, but it is unique in some ways. But I think when I think about any kind of relationship that I'm in, there is this idea of we work better together when we do acknowledge and elevate other people's strengths. I think the tension comes when you know someone's better at something than you and yet you still want to have ownership over it. And we see that a lot in businesses and work environments and in marriage. And so what you guys said earlier is I, I think Dave, you were talking about that Jenny's just better at this and I'm better at this. That is so key, I think, in relationships functioning and working well with collaboration. So I would love to go, go a little bit more in you guys and your job. So we're all curious as people behind the television screen. You said, Jenny, you guys are filming all year long. Can you explain a little, give us a little bit insight to what you mean by that? Like one season is all year long. What does that look like? Yeah. So no, that's a good question. So we do, we renovate 16 homes per season, typically in the past couple of years. Um, And so we start in January by figuring out which homes we're going to, you know, work on. We don't have all of them figured out, but usually by the beginning of March, we have probably at least eight kind of in the, in the queue. Um, And so the beginning of March, we'll start four houses. We'll do walk through with the homeowners and then they leave and they move out and they don't come back for the next six to seven weeks while we renovate the houses. So we do four houses at a time and we start them all at the same time and we try to end them all at the same time. Sometimes that fluctuates with schedules. And I mean, the past two years have been crazy for everyone or three years, I guess now, but, um, no, two, gosh, I don't know. It's a long time, Jenny. That's what we're saying. It's a long time. We can't even remember. Yeah. So basically the, 
you know, with schedule, with COVID, it kind of messed everything up with timelines and delivery and all of that. But for the most part, we start for, end for, then the next, we'll start for more, end for, start for, end for. So we're just working on these renovations and, and we really are, I mean, renovating these houses and they're big projects that we are getting done in a really short amount of time, but it's pretty much all hands on deck when we're yeah. doing them. And so... Yeah, so filming essentially looks like, you know, the cameras show up and they're like, hey, you need to go, we need to pop into this house today. They're whatever, installing tile. Let's go over there and make sure tile's being installed correctly. Okay, now we got to go to the next house and we have to build a whatever, build a wall. Um, and so we have all these different moving pieces that they basically just kind of follow us around and we jump all through, you know, from house to house and Dave wears his black t-shirt and I have to change every time we go to a new house because it has to look like a new day. And then I have to keep up with like, what did I wear at that house in case they need to go back? It's very- It's not my fault. You I just know. need to get a uniform. Dave, you're onto time. something here. This is really great. That, yes. that took a decision out of my life. It's a and lot. Yeah, so we, we do yeah. that. We usually, so the filming of Fixer to Fabulous usually runs from uh, like, I mean, we're casting, but really filming is first of March to like middle of November. Mm. Well, it's <clears throat> It'll year. be December this year. Yeah. But um, now we're doing another show in Colorado. So our production company, they they film for a week. They go home for a week. They film for a week. It's every other week. Uh, so we can actually get the work done on those in-between yeah, exactly, weeks. Exactly, yeah. And, but now this year, since July, we film a week in Arkansas and then like one of us flies to Colorado or both of us sometimes. And, you know, you know, every, every other week we're in Colorado until that, that same time to try to do another show here. So we, you know, wave at each other when our planes are passing in the air so we can be with our kids. And um, it's a, it's a busy season. It's a really busy season, but um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's just work. I mean, it's not like yeah. uh, I, we're home more than we are but um you know we're not right now yeah. during this season yeah there are like just different seasons in parenting and work and marriage they just fluctuate a lot so for everyone that is listening and they're like oh i want to know more about this the fixer of fabulous mm -hmm. is all local yes correct yes yep all in northwest arkansas yep and we try to keep so when we do four houses at a time, like I said, actually right now we have eight going. So we try to keep them all kind of close together when we're doing them because like I said, we jump from one yeah. house to the next all during the day. So each day. Um, and then when the crew goes home, if we're not in Colorado and we're back home, we're actually working at the houses too. And there's another camera person that lives in town. So they just kind of keep up with all that like off week stuff. But yeah, right now, this hometown takeover thing, basically they're, they're revitalizing a town. It's season two of it. And they, Ben and Aaron Napier did it last time, but, and then had, we actually popped in one, one of the episodes to help, but it was really difficult because it's a really hard project. It's a lot. There's 18 projects in Colorado. And so they asked us to come and help them. Um, so, because I don't know, we just kind of, we got <laughs> we thought it would be a good idea. We're like, that'll be fun. We today. were the suckers. That's why. <laughs> it really is a great project. It's this town full of really kind people and like I, I really think it is a good there's such a good intention and we are so 
happy to be a part of something that is so good. Mm -hmm. Like it's really doing good things here. And so it's really cool, but it's also really hard because we're away from home. And um, so we'll, we'll finish this in the middle of November, but um, yeah, it's been, it's been challenging for sure. Being away from the kids for sure. Well, you guys, I've been wanting to do a little add-on to my house. So if you ever need to do a fixer to fabulous in Austin, Texas, I am your girl. All right? I'm good to work with. Erin will cook you meals, all the things. You know, one of the questions that I have when you guys are working together so much and also parenting five children is, what have you guys, um, like, how have you adjusted parenting styles a little bit? based off work. I know that we adjust parenting styles with seasons of of life with our kids, but is there anything that in this particular season of work that you've been like, man, I see this kind of changing the way we're doing things with our parenting. Like I'll give you an example for like, for me, when I started traveling more, things started to adjust a little bit with how I would spend my time at home or what I would do one-on-one. What is, what have you guys done there? We're really, really protective of boundaries with the kids. And our production company has been amazing about that all along, but we basically say like, if the kids have, if they're playing in a sport or they have, a, well, they have a game or if they have something at school or whatever it may be, we are really protective of that. And that's like a non-negotiable for us that we're not going to miss it. Um, but in this season, right now, when we're traveling so much, we also, when we're home, they've given us Fridays off so we can catch up on all of the work. But then also sometimes I just, Luke is only three and this season, I know how fast this age yeah. As they grow up and how short this little sweet oh three-year-old season can be he can be tyrant but he can also be like yeah. the sweetest little son. and so there's times in the afternoon when i'm like guys i'm out i'm sorry luke and i are going to the park i don't care like that is what i need to do and that is what he needs for me and so i've just i think as all my other kids have gotten older and our life has gotten busier it's been sweet having luke as a reminder of like how fast it goes and how we have to really there's times when it's so crazy and our week flies by in a blur, but then we are like Saturday, we're together as a family. We're not, you know, we're just, I feel like we're protected. We try to really protect and take advantage of the time we do have with our kids. And we try to be really intentional about the time. Yeah. And I mean, I like Jenny said, the like we chose this, our kids did not choose to be on a television show. And so we were up front. The production company would love to have them on all the time. Um, but right now, like our boys, our twin boys that are 12, they want nothing to do with the show. So a little bit, but you know, they, and Sylvie really doesn't either. And so, you know, I'm sorry if you guys want them. And, you know, we get the random questions of people. Where is this kid? Where is this kid? Well, you know what they didn't, if they don't want to come out and they don't want to be a part of it, that's their choice. Yeah. And so we, like Jenny said, we're just protective of, hey, our, like family comes first, this show. Yeah, it's it's great and it's been a great opportunity, but it is a season of our life and it will end. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, the, my number one calling is to be a dad to my kids. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if, if, if everything else suffers because of that, so be it. Yeah, I love that so much. Just like having getting those priorities and straight. Uh, straight in line as to what you're doing, no matter what the season is that that happens. I'd love to hear from you guys about what you have enjoyed most about your spouse in this season that you guys have been working together on uh, with HGTV. Because I know you guys have worked together for in other ways before, but in this particular season, like what have you enjoyed most watching them do? Or what are you most proud of them? Or what makes you happy when you see them doing this? 
No, I think I love watching Dave. Um, he loves to build furniture. He loves he loves to build homes, but he really loves furniture and he loves to be creative in the shop. And that's like his happy place. I, you know, if Dave is out in his shop, he's working, quote unquote, but it's also his place that that is where he's, you know, that's kind of his like decompression too. And so I love that he gets to do what he loves and people get to see it. Like he's, I've had him building stuff for years and like our house is made of his furniture, but now other people get to see it. And it's been really fun to watch like something that he's so good at and that he's so he's really passionate about, but he's also so humble about, but to see him be able to show that off and other people get, not even show it off, you're not showing it off by any means, but you get to do your work and other people get to say like, that's awesome, you're really good at this. And Thank and you. he's very that's humble nice. about it. So I think it's just fun to see what I've seen for so long that other people get to see it too, it's fun. Yeah. And I, I guess for me, like it's, it's Jenny's words, like I always got the joy and pleasure of getting to read her blogs and getting to read her words and her posts and how encouraging they are and how like, I mean, you know, I'm just like how she loves God and how she loves others and loves her children. And, and now everyone else, mm. they get to read those same words. And I, I think it's, it's, it's awesome. I love that because, you know, you, you, I don't know. I feel like she gets really good encouragement from or gives good encouragement to people that really need it at certain times in their lives. And that's been one of this, like when we started the show, uh, one of our producers, he was like, guys, mm -hmm. you know, we, we really didn't want to do it. We had no desire to, because no. our family does not look like the normal family. And so we just didn't want to, we just didn't want to deal with the issues that come with that. And um, he's like, guys, you know, I see that you guys do a lot of nonprofit work. Like if, if you only got a pilot, maybe this would be, this would mm -hmm. definitely be a high, you know, a place where you could, you could talk about that. You get a platform for just a minute to, to talk about that work and it could really help it. And so Jenny and I went home, prayed about it. And, and like, we, we still, we don't joke about it, but when we're having a hard day, we'll look at each other and be like, okay, remember your why, remember your why. Yeah. And a lot of it is, you know, we wanted to, we wanted to show that, uh, you know, a family that looks different just still has the same problems as everyone else. Mm. And like, there's, you know, people that we care about across the country, they're people just the same as us. They're just, they just live somewhere else across the world. Uh, across the world. Yeah. Not a country across yeah. the world. And yeah. so, um, you know, I mean like that part of it, like has been, it's just been, it's been really cool to see where the why has almost changed. And then Jenny, we get so many kind messages of people that are like, you know, I, I'm going, going through cancer. I'm going through these things. And I just sat down and I watched your show or there's nothing good on TV, but me and my kids and mm -hmm. my, my parents, we can all sit down and we can, we can watch, you know, we can watch your show and we get so much enjoyment and laughter out of it. And so, I mean, yeah. that feels really good. Yeah. Well, and it's, I mean, I think like, I got teary listening mm -hmm. to you, but I think, at the very beginning of this, we were, I, especially as a mom, I was very nervous about like, okay, first of all, I was like, nobody's going to watch this, like, whatever, we'll do it because nobody's going to watch it. But if they do watch it, I'm freaked out because I know how harsh the world is. And I know that if someone's doing something good and it's something that 
if we prayed about it, like, God, if you want us to do this, we will do this. We do not, we're not going to do this for any other reason than you are going to use this for a purpose and we will be in your will. But if we're following God in this and we're doing his work and there's something good he's using this for, then I know the enemy is going to attack it. That's just, that's just the world we live in. There's a, there's, it's the spirit, it's the reality. Yeah. And so for me, I was just worried about putting ourselves out there and putting our kids out there because I knew we would get attacked. And I was so scared of that. And I didn't want to do the show. And I feel like God has worked so much through that between Dave and I, like he's really helped both of us. When you say like working together, that's something that we journeyed through together as parents and as spouse, like we actually shot our first season and it took a year to air because the network got purchased and there were all these different changes happening. But I believe that it took that long because God was working in our, our lives and our hearts to prepare mm. us for the battle that we were literally stepping into in the, in the world. Like we were putting our family out there in a really dark place, which is like the entertainment world. I mean, it just really, if you think about it, it really is. And we just prayed like, Lord, just use us to be a light, whatever that looks like, just use us to be a light. And when you want us to stop doing this, we will stop doing this, but that's all we want. And the fact that our show aired and then COVID hit, so many people, like Dave said, that is people were stuck at home and they were watching HGTV because of COVID and they were renovating their houses because they were stuck in their houses. And I just think that God used the, used our show to just, I, I do. People have told me that like you, you guys have been a light in my house and in my life. And like, that is so cool, but it's also really humbling. And we also don't ever want it to be like, it's not about us because God's using this. And so we're grateful to be a part of it, but it's also like, like Dave said, you know, we have to kind of keep each other in line. Like when we have, because we're so tired, <laughs> we're so tired. And so when we think about it and when we talk to you about it, I'm like, oh gosh, yes, that's right. Yeah. Remember your, remember why that we're doing this. It's, it's an encouragement for both of us. And I think that's, that's another good thing of us doing it together is because we can lift one another up and Hey, Hey, remember this is why we're doing it. I love yeah. it so much. I have another friend who um, her family was on a reality TV show and they're, faithful followers of Jesus. And um, she has said the same thing to me, like it is this dark entertainment industry. And they have always said, like, if we can show people just like that, we can be a light in this dark place. And we can yeah. be a place where people can come and see like, quote unquote, like wholesome content, you know, of like a family who like loves each other and loves Jesus. She's like, we'll do it. And so you guys are continuing to do it. Planning an international trip and want to learn the language of your destination? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. I love, Dave, you mentioned the nonprofits that you guys work with. I would love it if you just shared those with us for a moment because you've been doing this, y'all have been doing that before the show. And so I would love to hear what nonprofits you partner with. Um, uh, our daughter, Sylvie, she came, she was, came from Africa from, she was born in Africa. <laughs> we adopted her. Um, and we, we just, we have a, we just have a heart for um, just the people in Africa and our time that spent there. And so we uh, we partner with an organization called Help One Now. Um, ours is a little bit unique. We have a blueberry farm that funds a farming program in Zimbabwe. So I love uh, it. basically, 
those kiddos that age out of orf- the orphanages and foster care and don't really have any any family to fall back on this is a just a bridge program so it it teaches like we teach welding and construction and farming and you know all of those like trades tech technical trades and um so if nothing else hopefully these kids can become you know community changers mm-hmm. but if nothing else they can take care of their families and themselves and uh yeah it's 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 been great like the 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 show has given us such a platform for that um i mean it's uh, we're so blessed that it has done that for us and the the network has been really good about letting us talk about that Love and that. so uh they held up their end of the deal and yeah, it's been great. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I actually traveled with Help One Now to Ethiopia a couple of years ago. So to see the work that they're doing um, there. So it's really, really great. Um, Dave and Jenny, I am so grateful for you guys coming on to talk about collaborating over competition. Uh, last question I want to ask you, and I don't think I told you about this. So hold tight, but we do this every week. What are you guys reading lately? Jamie wants to know. Jamie wants to know. We want to know what you're reading. I we love Italy. Actually, you and I have talked about Italy. Yes. You guys went with, it's one of our favorite places. Um, we love a lot of places, but that's just the place that we go and we're like just away from it all. And we have dear friends there. So I've always dreamt of moving to Italy. Um, but I right now reading a series of books called A Rosy Life in Italy, and it's this gal named Rosie, and she moved from Ireland, and of course, I'm like, it's just fascinating to me. So anyway, I'm on the third one of the series, but she, they bought an old house and renovated it, and it's just so fun to read, and just kind of, yeah, it's not anything like, no, it's not anything like spiritual or helpful, but it's just fun and makes me happy. I love oh, yeah, that. Oh, yeah, believe the same. I mean, um, I not well not the same book, but um, just basically you know nonfiction that I can literally no fiction fiction. Why did I say nonfiction? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Like whether it's like Stephen King or something yeah. like that that just pull a book off of my face when I'm snoring at nine thirty at night because I'm exhausted. Um, and so yeah, nothing good, nothing that I would <laughs> that I would write home about. <laughs> but I did just get. Amy Hannon's new book, uh, I think it's Gather and Give. I just got it. I it came in the mail right before I left, and I was like, "Oh, I got to!" So I'm excited to read that. Too. That's my next. That's my on my nightstand. See, Jenny has like four going at a time. Yeah, where I I'm like, I read one all the way through, and then I start a new one all yeah. the way through. We're just very different in that way. Yeah, it's true. I love that. Well, you're going to enjoy Amy's book. I've read it and she's been on the happy hour plenty of times before. And so you're going to love that gather and give you guys. Thank you so, so much for coming on. And it's a pleasure to talk with you. And I love seeing the work that you guys are doing um, on TV and on Instagram and to hear about your real life right here. It's so great. And listen, when we were in Italy this summer, Aaron and I dreamt about living there. And so maybe we'll be renovating houses and the communities next to each other in Italy one day. Who never, who knows? That would be amazing. Have a great day. Yeah, thank you for having us. Thank you so much for listening to the Happy Hour with Jamie Ivey podcast. We are truly grateful for every single story that we get to share with you, every encouragement we get to give you, and every opportunity we get to point all of us to Jesus. If you're loving this show, we would really appreciate it if you would leave us a rating and or a review wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, tell your friends. That is the number one way that people find out about our show. It's because you tell them. Join us right here every Wednesday and Friday for meaningful conversations that will make us think, they'll make us laugh, and they'll always point us back to Jesus. 
And come find me other places on the internet as well. I love Instagram. I'm over there at Jamie Ivy. And if you've never visited my YouTube page, you're going to want to go there. Have you ever listened to a show and wondered, I wonder what they look like? Well, go find us over there. It's jamieivy.com slash YouTube. The Happy Hour with Jamie Ivy is a production of Ivy Media Podcasts. Executive produced by Jamie Ivy, produced by Lindsay Sweeney, edited by Angie Elkins, show notes by Ashley Miner, art by Jen Jet Barrett, original music by Matt Graham, and I'm your host, Jamie. Have a happy hour with a friend. <laughs>